Welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we uh, we don't have any guests, which is awesome for a change. We are going solo, like I started. When I started a few years ago, the first step I did was to do it with myself and the universe. And today we're doing the same thing, myself and the universe again. Um, this week coming up, actually, there is a couple of things that I'm really looking forward to. One in particular is my friend, Christian. Oh, my beautiful friend, Christine, who started her podcast and I got invited. So I'm looking forward to have a conversation with her on her new podcast, which is going to be super interesting. And she will be back because she's a ghost writer and I love her um, very much. So she's going to come back uh, also on my podcast within a week or so or two and we're going to be recording another episode um, knowing more about what she does especially for ghost writers I think it's fun it's so fascinating um, to have uh, such a wide range of guests like from Jessica who's going to come back this month as well we do have quite a few people um, I'm looking for my friend Ross Swan as well who I've not spoken for quite some time actually on a podcast to see what is he, uh, what he's up to Especially knowing that I believe you released another um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful training module. Uh, and that to me is awesome. He's a leadership coach and absolutely fantastic person to talk to. Great insight, has a great legacy to share as well. He has done that for so many years. And if you have not listened uh, to some of my episodes, maybe you should jo and just double check uh, in regards of uh, Ross. So I'm really looking forward to uh, speaking with him because this is going to be awesome. But uh, today I want to talk about leadership. Uh, something happened a few weeks ago uh, with someone and it really re-inspired me to revisit my first actually blog, which uh, was about leadership and um, this to me is going to be something very interesting to go back with because or to go back to not to go back with but to go back to because it's so inspiring to know um, what kind of leaders are we looking right now into the world where we're living where we are where we're going to work what inspires us a lot of people don't understand much about leadership and People seek when they go into the corporate world to climb the ladder at the speed of light to, oh, today I'm going to be this, tomorrow I'm going to be running the show. But you have to go through the process. The, proce the process is the growth, the maturity, it's understanding. It's not only looking at, I want a bigger paycheck. I want to be above everybody because I want people to respect me. Title doesn't come with a respect. The respect comes on how you behave. We always talk, and I talk with several um, coaches uh, through my breakthrough uh, series, business breakthrough series. It's about the uh, leadership role as a servant to the team and not uh, the team being the servant to the leader. But people don't understand that. It requires us to go back within ourselves. How do you inspire people? When you're somebody in a leading position, look at what is the reason you're there. Why are you in that position? Is it because you wanted to climb the ladder and the money? 
and the fame and the, you know the title and walk on water or whatever the reason is or is it to really be dedicated to the company you're in dedicated to the work to better the community the company and the people be an inspiration and a lot of people lose track of that because when you are in a corporate world it's like a rat race literally it is a rat race and people think that well because i'm in that position i can speak to people the way i want to maybe it worked 20 30 years ago But when we talk about now, it has changed. It has changed to the level that you don't need to babysit people. You don't need to hold their hand every few minutes, but you need to speak with them with respect. You need to connect with them. And a lot of people are forgetting that. They are forgetting why they choose to become leaders. Everybody leads their life the way they want to lead them that is not an issue the issue is how do you speak to people we're living in a world that has changed and evolved we are here to learn from experiences this is what it's all about but it really becomes relevant when you're not adequate equipped The tools you've got are not enough for you as a leader to be able to really have the people aligning themselves with you and not within the fear of God. So I'm going to read something that uh, I, I just published and I'm going to try to search back my um, original and my first blog actually than I did. So this one is called Leadership Mishap. One of the first blogs I wrote was about leadership. It was a few years ago after realizing how much different companies and leaders are operating. Today, I'm reflecting on a situation that just happened. I had several conversations with business coaches and business owners about leadership. We always talked about the leadership servant role. Each leader should be to help their team. Somehow, when people get promoted or hired to leadership position, not many companies would look at providing those new leaders some support. I had to experience one of the most horrifying conversations I had in a very long time. It was about delivery, about hearing that leader, the stress that person was under, they could not transmute it. Not at all. Instead, Dean reminded me of Attila during a campaign revisioning everything along the path. The conversation turned extremely negative, more like someone unleashing their stress. It was shocking to hear every word that was coming out of that person's mouth. At the end, it was someone who had not been trained formally on how to be a good leader. As I took a step back after the interaction, I realized I wasn't the only one who had experienced the wrath of that person. When we talk about leadership, something comes to mind is how do we speak to our subordinates? How do we show restraint when we are faced with stress? Finding a way to be courteous without bringing the fear of God in these people. The issue when acting this way creates a gap 
within the team. You never know how that person will act from time to time. It brings distrust, but also will cut the lines of communication. It doesn't make the work environment productive. It also, it also was a great reminder as a leader to be kind and mindful when speaking with people. Again, companies should have mandatory coaching as their leaders comes on board. And it should be mandatory to any leaders, actually. A lot of companies don't spend enough money, quote unquote, on how to have great leaders. Remember that if you are a leader and something doesn't work, people not responding to you or you ask them how they're doing and they never give you the right answer because they're afraid. They never speak. They never said anything. It should be actually the first uh, signal that, by the way, if nobody is responding back to you and give you some feedback when you ask them, that should be a red flag, letting you know that you might not uh, see how you interact with people. The other thing is, when we're looking at um, leadership, we need to ensure that every leader understand coaching. It's easy to uh, promote yourself and quote-unquote sell yourself um, to somebody with some great expectation what you can do what you cannot do the problem is is when you hit the ground running this is where things start to unfold stress is one of the biggest factor that really challenges everybody especially a leader so if you're there to transform uh, a group or you're brand new to the job and you're looking at how you can improve what you're doing, how you can uh, really um, empower people, then look at the way you talk. You need to remind yourself, those are not your friends at all. Yes, they are not your friends. So that's mean you're gonna have to start to talk with respect. You can forge great relationship with, uh, that can last, last a lifetime with employees. But you need to understand that when things comes down or goes down very quickly, yelling at people is not going to help. Talking to them to basically uh, be so disrespectful, so make the person so unworthy, it is not working because you're not empowering people. You actually are doing the reverse. It's defeating the purpose of somebody. So yes, we all have a way to work. We all work a different way. I agree. I have my own style of working and so is everybody. Leaving room for people to do things is great. If you don't like how they do things, then it's time for you to step up as a leader and provide the right direction. Telling people they're incapable is not the greatest thing to, to say, especially when people are capable to do their job. But if it doesn't meet your standard, then you need to take the time to re-explain this and how you like things to be done. Leadership comes with a lot of responsibility. And the biggest one in my book is communication. Like I just read into the blog I released last week, 
is um, asking how do you speak to people? How do you communicate with everybody? Because if you act one day like everything is fantastic, we're besties, and by tomorrow you're going to act like we're the enemies, we're not worthy, we're that bad, screaming, yelling, and using words. Because words are very, very, very powerful, not only in children, but in adults. Words are as more destructive than physical abuse because verbal abuse has no scars. Physical abuse, you can see it. You can stop it. Verbal, not so much. Respecting one another is one thing. Having expectation is another thing. But I have seen, and I will always take example of Jeannie and uh, Josh. I need to connect with Josh, actually, now that I say that. Uh, for another episode as well to see where is it and where is that uh, but talking about leadership and those are the what i call the natural born leaders meaning the people where you sit down with them you see they are leaders you see they they are not forcing anything it's all organic it's all understanding it's we're going with the flow and whatever goes down it will go down but we don't need to panic and that's one thing that leaders have to do if you show a sign of panic, then you're not very encouraging to your team. It becomes a problem. However, you don't have to act like everything is onkidori, life is beautiful, and oh, goody, goody, you know, life is great. No, you don't. You can tell the truth to people. You said, oh, we're in big doo-doo, and right now I need help because we have a problem to resolve. Um, I'm using uh, Josh and Ginny, who work for a big company, actually, very, very big company that I had the pleasure to work with. It's, as a consulting person, it's amazing when things goes down, people sit down and said, okay, we got a situation here, we're meeting the deadline, we're being punched left and right in our face because we don't know if we can make it. How can we fix this? When you start a conversation like that, then people are inclined to say, okay, let's figure it out. Let's have a conversation and figure it out. And everybody participate into that conversation. Everybody will come with ideas that might be good or trigger the right solution. That's called open communication. But when you're dealing with individuals who are beyond control, and really would release their stress because they don't know how to cope with the situation they're in, then this is where Attila the Hunt comes along and into a campaign and goes down the hill and everything turns into flame. That's the issue we encounter. So I will strongly recommend for any companies that if you have people in a leadership position or want to become a leader, help them. There is coaches like my friend Ross Swan. There is coaches around the world who are trained to help. Help leaders to become better leaders. And not only this, but it impacts their professional lives in their personal life because imagine for a minute that person was reacting to everything and anything imagine that what they're doing at work it's probably worse at home so 
You don't want to walk on eggshell at work, but I cannot imagine at home when you go back home and you have to deal with these kind of individuals, that doesn't make life easier, isn't it? The key is learning, learning what we're capable to do, being honest with our own self. I did today because I do that now once a day to see the energy of um, what today is based on Colette Baron Reed. Uh, I had a wonderful, um, that was last weekend, that was last weekend or the weekend before, forget which weekend it was, <laughs> the Oracle Palooza, so that was awesome, that was like one of the best thing ever, especially in the middle of Mercury retrograde, you need a break, we got a break for three days, that was fantastic, and I put a card, put a card today from the uh, Shaman Dreams, just to see the energy of the day, and it came, this one was Many Masks which was uh, basically the authentic self, because we do wear many masks during our lives. We're trying on masks, some to try to fit with people, some to try what we think about it and go with the adventure of who I'm going to be that persona today. Let's see how it goes. And I'm going to switch persona and I'm going to do this and transforming ourselves, become who we're supposed to become. So it's like the butterfly. We're trying. We will become that beautiful butterfly and have those many colors than we wear. Now, when it comes down to leadership, you have it or you don't. And even if you're a leader by nature, having a coach to help you to walk through the obstacle, the challenges you've got helps you to better yourself, but you're impacting your outer condition as well in a positive way. Yes, I said positive way. Because that's what it's all about. It's being positive. A leader is somebody that inspires others. Okay, we got some certain around the world and I don't do politics, but we have some, especially one in particular, should eat some ding dong or should eat some. There was a commercial actually, um, that was sneakers, we should send him a couple of bags of sneakers so he will feel better in his life. But a leader is not somebody who's going to bring the fear of God in everybody. And the reason is doesn't work is after a while, they're going to find themselves isolated. Not only they find themselves isolated, but the word's going to come around and that person is not a good leader. That person is a tyrant. And as the word spread, they will be pushed out of their position. They might have great vision. They might have great ideas. But if you are not a great leader, if you are not somebody that people trust or respect, that you got nothing. It used to work many, many years ago, like I said, about two or three decades ago, you know, bringing the fear of God, the conditionment of people, letting them know that and destroying their world, their hope. Well, if you go, and I've heard it actually, uh, less than 10 years ago, that, well, if you go to such and such company, well, the grass is not green on the other side. Well, probably better green on the other side than staying where we are actually and a lot of people when they left the company where I was at the time in that specific group 
They were happy like clowns. But bringing the fear in God because we're not capable, because we're insecure, because we're afraid somebody's going to take my job. And it's like, no, you got your job, you keep your job. Who cares? I'm not here for your job. I'm, f I'm here to do my work. So wherever you are as a leader, if you're insecure, your insecurity is going to start to show up in an ugly way. Having a coach, and it should be mandatory for any single company, it should be mandatory to have somebody coaching and show the right path. Um, when I spoke with my friend Ross, he has and he shared some stories and horrifying stories of people that were so bad, they were, as a leader, they were ready to be fired, but they were able to turn themselves around. And they were able to really realize it comes from me taking the responsibility as well of their own action, the past actions. Takes courage to admit when we're wrong. I do admit when I'm wrong. I do admit when I make mistakes. That's something that I face even if I'm not happy to say it. I say it because I did, I made it, it's my fault. I learned from it because I'm not going to repeat those mistakes. But for leaders who were bad leaders and they turn themselves around, to great leaders, it takes courage to face the people you basically disrespected and ask them for their forgiveness, to say, I am sorry for the way I behaved. The trust is maybe not be there right away, but our actions speak louder than our words. And when people are cross-correcting themselves, then you give them a chance when you see they're making the effort. And you get the people who will never change because they are who they are and their ego is leading their lives. And those people then will be moved along or stay where they are and people will leave. They will leave those positions underneath, which is always a sign when you get too many people who are all of a sudden leaving an area, it's like, okay, never mind. You realize closely as well as leaders, having a coach is a lifeline. And to me, I had the pleasure to speak with so many coaches and heard their stories and heard the trials and tribulation everybody went through. It's amazing to, to realize that we need those people within the companies to teach others. Pick the right coach as well. I said, I love my friend Ross, one who has done it for years. And his way of coaching, even the modules he just released are absolutely phenomenal because it doesn't help leaders, it's helped us in our own lives. And to me it's essential because something people don't realize as a leader is when you're working with coaches, it's working on yourself as well. It's not only how do you speak and how do you work on a daily basis, but it's changing our behaviors. As a leader, yes, you will be respected when you put your foot down, but also you need to really walk the walk and talk the talk. Meaning, if I'm telling you my door is wide open and you want to sit down and talk to me, then my door is wide open and I'm ready to sit down and listen to you. That's what it's all about. Being able to keep the flow of communication coming in. Letting people, nurturing people and empowering them. That to me is an essential key that we should nurture. We should give people that 
absolutely wonderful, wonderful possibilities to let them know the sky is the limit. You know, you have a passion for something, but I'm going to help you to be inspired and do it. Even though you work here, maybe you, you're good at um, woodwork and inspire you to create, inspire you to maybe start a little business on the side, something that you enjoy. Connecting with people is encouraging them. It's sit down with them and just say, okay, guys, we got a situation here. I need your help. Or, hey, stopping by, or now we're Zooming each other, and just say, how are you doing? How's your day? Congratulations. Hey, guys, we got a good turnaround. We did a great job with our projects. I'm so proud of it. Thank you. That was awesome. This is the kind of things we want to do. Working in cohesive way. But again, it always starts at the top. I always said the cancer starts at the top. It's not the people underneath. It's the people on the top. If you don't know how to direct your team properly, then this becomes a big hoot nanny, like a big sandbox where everybody is going to take their little, uh, little uh, plastic cup and go and smack each other do whatever they want run without no good directions it's not how you micromanage people it's how you set the pace and the expectation when you set the pace and the expectation then people will follow lead by example roll up your sleeve and help them if you need my support then i am here what do you need from me to help you? What is your challenge? What is your wins? Talk about everything, but the challenges should be first. Your big wins should be acknowledged. Empower by saying hello to people. And again, in a case of situation where you face with stress and with deadline, then sit down with everybody and ask for help. As a leader, you have subordinate, you have employees that have solution. It's not choosing your pick and choose you want to talk to, it's everybody. I will remember uh, as we were sitting, uh, that was a few years ago when I was over there uh, with Jenny uh, and uh, uh, Josh. And that happened and we sit down and say okay guys we got a situation we don't know how we're gonna do it but we need to deliver this and we have so much record to look at it well this this and that so it was a huge mess every single time we fix something we're like yes we got it done and then five minutes later it was like holy crap we got another problem it was one problem after another it was it was like a ride it was the weirdest ride ever but it was a ride where it was like oh boy oh boy it doesn't stop <laughs> never stop but however they never came yelling they never came screaming they never came angry and i knew by looking at jenny actually that she was under high pressure but the way both did was okay we got a situation here so how do we do this and it was like okay so the first thing i said to them and i surprised them it's like oh we can do it no worries about that i said well we're gonna work over time we're gonna work this weekend to get this done this is if it's this we're gonna to get it done then we need more time let's do this let's work this weekend 
and push forward and faster. I said, we have this. We got this. And they looked at me. And I'm like, okay, she's crazy. I'm like, well, I'm a bit crazy, but we can do it. And guess what? With the team, we worked the, the weekend and were able to meet the deadline. At the end of the contract I had with them, it was very interesting because when they talked to me, they said, you know, when uh, we we had you on board, they didn't want to let me go. And I'm like, I don't want to go either because I love those guys. It was like part of a family. It was one of the first time in a very long time when I did a contract and I really enjoy it. Great people. My goodness, they were awesome. But I, when I talked to them, I just, uh, we talked about it and I said, you know, it was not a question to be negative, but the captain me said, you know, we appreciate you because you never said anything. You said, we got this, we got this, like even when we did not feel we had it. And I say, yeah, I know, but you have to be positive in one way because I know we had it. I said, those were bumping the road that you don't just put your head on your forehead and say, okay, we're dumb, we're doomed. No, there's solution. We have to empower ourselves. We have to go through the right, but believe in ourselves. Not being defeated and just said, okay, we're done. Just give you the keys and walk away. Leadership is being able to communicate and say the truth. I have been in, in um, different and worked in different companies as permanent and contractors. So to me, I, I saw both sides and I love the contractor, uh, contract work better than I am permanent. And I have my reason for that, but I will maybe explain this again. And I found it fascinating that... I work for other companies that, you know, they were communicating. We knew the plan. We knew what was coming down. We knew how the company was doing, which the employees felt like I'm part of a company. Then all of a sudden they had one of the worst, actually, uh, that was kind of a ripoff to um, coach and they cost thousands of dollars, this one. And all of a sudden, no more communication. There was a break between leadership and the rest of the employees and that wasn't a big company that was a small company but you could felt that they were not communicating anymore so at the end of the day it was extremely um, interesting to experience that and that wasn't empowering that brought people to paranoia that brought people to distrust because the communication wasn't there anymore I'm sorry to say Leadership should tell the truth to their employees because employees don't want to be blindsided. So let's say if a company doesn't go very well or doesn't do well, what people should be aware of, when you get the pink slip, or now they put it into a green folder, they don't give you the pink slip, it's not a red folder anymore, it's the pink one. So if you see one, it's like, oh boy. And they let you go because they're cutting down on people. And they do it by surprise because only 90% of the time you're not aware of, they don't tell you. Then it brings the distrust because when the person leaves, they're not going to come back. They're going to have a sour taste in their mouth. You know, when you're being laid off and you're not aware of, then that's a problem. When um, you mistreat people within your leadership, that's the same thing. When they leave, they're not going to come back. Why would they come back to experience again this kind of situation? So being open, being honest, transparency is essential. Now, as leaders, how do you talk to your 
employee is your subordinate? Are you respectful? Or you talk to them like we are neighbor or we are brother and sister and you scream and yell like there is no tomorrow. Bringing fears doesn't work anymore. Society in today's world records this kind of behaviors. Some still get away with it, but for how long until they're being exposed? Look at people, look at situation that's been happening for the past few years. You know, we got some very bad situation that brought um, the, some of the movement on uh, sexual abuse. We have seen things happening in companies that, you know, whistleblowers came along to let know the rest of the world some of those companies were breaking compliance. The way you treat people will be known. We got social media. We got the internet. And I do recall that, um, I think it's on Glassdoor, some of uh, employees who left companies have pretty harsh testimony about companies, those companies they left. We have to be cautious. And as I said, if you are in a leadership position, I will highly recommend to have a coach. The people I talk to have coaches. I have a coach and I am a coach. A coach with a coach is somebody you want to hire. Same with leadership. We have an idea that we're good leaders. We have an idea we're the best talker. We communicate so well. People love us. Well, they can say in front of you they love you. Or they can be traumatized and don't say a word. But you know what? It's nice to have somebody that really gives us the tools to continue to improve our communication skill set. I explained uh, what happened to me with my podcast. Um, we got, when I started my podcast again a few years ago, myself, the computer, that's what a true podcast is, by the way. If you are live and if you're streaming, it's not a podcast, it's a live streaming, by the way. And I'm still going to correct this because that turns me nuts. Because when people say, oh, I'm going to have a podcast, and it's like, okay, we're live streaming. Well, that's not a podcast, sweetheart. The podcast is recording it, put it in a can, release it. So learning communication is, I think, one of the most interesting things we can ever do. And for me, the evolution of communication starts to Learn how you communicate. Learn how you behave. Learn what the words are. And make yourself understood from others, especially the one you're talking to. Because sometimes you can talk and say something that doesn't even mean anything to the other person or mean something totally different. So sometimes you have to repeat yourself to make sure that you're on the same page. Now, one of the best things that I ever did was what happened with wisdom, which I talked about it forever about wisdom, that when I went inside to do live stream with wisdom, it brought me to the next phase. And it was about a year ago, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. It was a year ago. Did that. But the transformation of how I started to modify how I speak came because I was live. 
I had one more challenge. How do you speak when you're live? You cannot stop. You cannot pause. You cannot cut. You cannot rewind. It's live. It's gone. At the end, it's recorded. Finito, mi querido. The other thing with wisdom has been the, the guest. You never know who's going to pop up. There are some people you know, but some you don't. So that means you're going to have to learn to listen to every single individual you're speaking with. That is a challenge. So as a leader, we should be required to have coaches to continue to teach us. Because we learn so much, but if we don't have somebody, we'll continue to open our minds, show us a different way, help us to transform ourselves. Remember, we are a story in motion. It is within our duties to do this. And the better you become is by doing it. It's by continuing to challenge ourselves. Yes, you can be happy and just say, well, you know what, Emma? I like the way I do things, so I'm not going to change. Well, good for you. Good for you. But true leaders, the people who are moving forward, are the ones who are changing and evolving, who are the ones who challenge their own self. I always said, and I think people should start to realize that, actually. The world of the ego always makes you compete against one another, which to me is ridiculous because I'm like, it brings actually all of the negativity. It makes you cheat. It makes you lie. It makes you do things you don't want to do or you will not normally do. It makes you a bad loser. If somebody is better than you are, you're becoming a sour loser because somebody beat you at something. However, when you do like I do, which is challenging myself, I don't challenge other people. I'm not interested of competing against anyone. Why? Because I am my biggest challenger. I push myself beyond limits. I push myself as a trailblazer into the unknown. I push myself to continue to change and evolve so as a trailblazer, I can live my life to the fullest. That is the biggest challenge you will ever have. When you start to look at yourself and say, okay, I'm going to learn to do a podcast. I'm going to learn to maybe do blogs. I'm going to learn to speak, speaking engagement. I'm going to learn and go somewhere into a networking where nobody I go by myself. And I'm going to start to talk and commingle with everybody. That is super challenging. Oh, yes, it's easy if you get somebody else to go with you because at least you have somebody to fall on. But when you go by yourself, you have no choice. That to me is more interesting to see how to and push myself beyond the limit than be in a comfortable zone where, oh, I got my own word here. I got all my bearings. It's like, it's good. Okay, that's fine. That works for people. Awesome. But it doesn't work for me. I have learned to push myself, to create, to really live my dreams, do things that I would have never thought I would do it. Like today, you're going to hear the background music is from my beautiful friend Jenner, uh, you know, from a Studio Stargazer. 
and it's from the album Polaris. It's called Latitude. It's beautiful music. It's a piano. It's gorgeous. Now I'm adding this to my podcast. I just challenged myself of how to do it on Audacity, and I'm like, cool, I just learned it. I looked at very quickly on, uh, actually, on YouTube, thanks to YouTube, actually. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, I can do this in five minutes. I'm going to do the background music. Challenge yourself. Learn. But again, I'm going to go back to leadership. Every company should spend money on a proper coach. And I don't care if somebody said to you, well, I'm a leader, I can do it. I'm a VP, I've been doing it forever. Well, guess what? You can still learn something. Learn something from coaching. Learn something about your own self. Transformation come within us. So I talked earlier about Khaled Beronrid and going to our Oracle Palooza, which is awesome. It's, it's transformational. It's about ourself. It's about, okay, what are we going to work on? On our own self. What do I have to modify, to change in order to get to the next level? Inspiring myself, realizing that the sky is the limit. The universe is the limit. And the the universe is an extended and vast, like there is no tomorrow. But we have to do it. So, you know, the way we behave. The way we talk, the way we handle stress, because stress is not that fun. Benaya done that. Roller coaster, yeah. But guess what? At the end of the day, be empowered by who you truly are. Be empowered by the unknown. Be empowered by what is my dreams? What are my visions? What do I want in my life? And no, don't think about, oh, I don't have money. No, 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 no. Put it in your mind. If money wasn't an, uh, an obstacle and a problem, if money wasn't an issue, what would you do? You can do it. I always say to people, when you start your business, you can do it without money. You don't need to have a million dollars raised to start your business. Another thing too, you can have grants. And a lot of people don't even think about the grants. I know I talk to people right now, it's like, oh my God, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, there is grants. So if you need to start something, look for a grant because that money is available. Being able to think outside of the box and what is best. But as a leader, because we're all leaders, by the way, it doesn't matter if you're not, if you think, oh, well, I'm the cleaning lady, I'm not a leader. I say, yeah, you are, you're the leader of your own life. So yes, you're a leader. How you speak to others make a difference. Learning to cope with stress. Being able to really change who we truly are by believing in ourselves. And how do you treat people? If a leader come to you frustrated and said to you, I don't understand, nobody ever talked to me during the meetings, or I'm asking my team and nobody wants to say anything, well, start to maybe step back and realize, okay, if they don't talk to me, There is something I'm doing that is not right. And that's the way probably I communicate with them. Sometimes people forget, you know, it feels like they have bipolar or you got two personalities who showed up. It's like the good one and the one who's like, oh boy, let's get out of here because this is hell that's going to be unleashing in a minute. Learn to communicate. One of the 
biggest challenge, and that's why I love what I've done so far with the trajectory of um, where I'm at with my podcast and everything I'm doing when it comes down to interviewing people. It's how to go about it. How do I speak with people? How do I connect with them? The fun part is because I do interview. I interview everybody. I will make people talk to me. So I know what are their pain points in their personal life, in their business lives, to help them and open and heal and figure out how to fix it. But for companies who have leaders, it is time for you guys to, oh yeah, I'm going to pay for this and they're going to take a classes. No, they should have a leader. They should have a coach. A leader should have a coach to sit down with them and see where they are. Because you can pass a ton of tests. It's not a test that's going to give you who you need. It gives you an idea, you know, who you are. But I think a one-on-one helps a lot and it transforms because imagine for a minute, the leaders in one company are shifting their behaviors, which means productivity will change, which means everybody is going to benefit, the company is going to thrive. Think about the personal life and how it impacts in a positive way everybody else's personal lives, makes life easier for the wife, for the husband and the children. That to me is awesome. So why not doing it? As I said, I wanted to talk today about leadership. I'm going to do, uh, you know, I'm going to do more uh, interview and conversation with other individuals, uh, business owners, and some of my uh, quote-unquote regular, like I love to talk to them once a month because I think they have interesting topics to talk about. But I think... Leadership will still be something that is, to me, close to my heart because not only because it was my first blog, but because I had enough. The universe had enough with uh, leadership situation and issues, seeing companies who want to grow but can't because someone over the rainbow cannot get things done properly. And to me, having uh, saying that, a leader is somebody who's here to really empower ourselves. So it's funny because it was my first blog was on October 23rd, and we are the first actually. So I'm going to read it again because to me, it really, and it still resonates actually for that specific blog that first one I wrote it's called what kind of a leader are you and I even put it in um, LinkedIn so I'm gonna read it for you just as a reminder make you maybe think in today's market you can look at companies that are thriving years after years based on the symbiosis their leadership has everyone is focused on how to move the company to the next level The visionaries of those companies are looking at the bigger picture. They are inspired on how to reach out to extend what they are doing by truly innovating. You can look at some of them like Apple, Amazon, even Medtronic. Those are only a few examples. If you listen to what Steve Jobs and Jeff Bezos' visionaries are, 
You can see today how their company are performing. In the case of Apple, Steve Jobs' legacy will continue because he set his own course based on what vision he had. They are innovators, true visionaries. And again, they also have people around them that help them to achieve their goal, bold enough to go where no one has been. Those companies are thriving because they believe in what they are doing. They have put their personal interest after the company. Some of these companies have great coaches and advisors surrounding them as well. They are going to continue to succeed because of that fact. See? Coaches, advisors. They don't work alone. They work with a team. On the opposite side of the spectrum, you have companies that continue to struggle internally to stay on track. The only thing that keeps them afloat are their sales. Their lack of performance is not due to the company products, but rather who is in the driver's seat. Many companies like to use in their core value the word innovation, cutting edge, and so on. If you scratch the surface of those companies, you quickly realize it's not the case. By looking closely at their leadership, you can see the dysfunction based on personal agendas that unfortunately supersede the company goals and mission. You can see a decline in organizational structure. One of the most important factors is communication breakdown. Yep, that cripples everyone in a company to perform well. One of the side effects is the work environment. Coming each day to a place that doesn't allow you to excel at your job is not ideally a good place to work. The negativity of the work environment is palpable. It is extremely abrasive for your soul as well as the soul of the other employees. You are trapped. As much as you try to get out, you feel like you are in a quicksand, sinking slowly. Some of those companies try to hire a coach or an advisor to help them. In some cases, they have choose the right coach advisor and the company is moving out of the phase and become productive. On the other hand, when you choose the wrong coach or advisor, you can expect to move from quicksand to a black hole. Let's break this down further. Let's say it is necessary to hire a key person for your organization. Your coach slash advisor introduces you to a potential candidate. You have this individual going through the hiring process, and instead of considering the feedback from your employees, you're only listening to that coach or advisors. Well, if you're lucky and this is the right person, good. But if not, then you hired one more person that will not help your company but another employee with a personal agenda. Let's put this into perspective. Your company is a nice fluffy chocolate cake you want to make. If you let it rise with the right ingredient, it will become a voluptuous cake. If you currently have bad ingredient in a batter and add one more, the cake is not going to be a beautiful cake. It is going to be a disaster. Now, Let's say you have been working with this coach slash advisor for a few years and nothing has changed. Your company is still in a state of fluent chaos. It might be time for you to part company with the coach slash advisor. As a coach or advisor, 
I provide unbiased feedback to ensure a company will become successful. One of the factors I look at is the visionary. He or she is open to hear what I have to say. If he or she is open to integrate some changes to their behavior, is she or he willing to shift people in their leadership to get the company back on track if necessary? If he or she says yes to these changes are going to trickle down in an organization, the impact will boost your organization. Employee will be more engaged. Sales will continue to grow. The office atmosphere will become positive. But if the visionary is not willing to make changes, then the company that is supposed to grow and succeed will stall or close their doors. Running a company is not an easy task. If you are in a state of chaos, but you are passionate about what you're doing, you want to continue to grow at this point. You are not going to be able to do so. Something must change. It always come from you first. You are the one who set the tone in your company. Behavior will only change if you are the first one to implement it at your level. You lead by example. As a leader, you need to be able, even if this is not easy, to hear feedback. And I think that's one thing that people don't want to hear. It's the feedback. Turning a quarterly meeting into a dog and pony trick show to try to rally your employees will not work. We are one happy family team will fail miserably. Employees are not going to buy it. It must be genuine. I have witnessed this type of meeting. It was a great experience for me to be sitting in a far end of the room, listening to what others has to say. Nothing I ever heard was positive, and the look on most faces was one of the indifference and when will this ever end? Give a lot of thoughts to this question. What kind of company are you? What kind of visionary are you? Do you really thrive on innovation? Do you have the right leadership surrounding you? And as an FYI, a bad leader can take a good staff and destroy it, causing the best employee to flee and the reminder to lose all motivation. That to me is was and still one of the most powerful blog that I wrote because it was close to my heart. I have had the privilege to work with phenomenal people, people that will make you walk on water. And I work with the worst of the worst, the two extreme. It is your choice. Be honest with your own self and see who you truly are. So this was our podcast for today. All my love, guys. Bye.